Welcome to another episode of the weekly. Oh, I'm a little hot there. Uh, weekly regular. <laughs> my name is Asan, and I'm Derek. Uh, I had my gain up a little hot. Uh, oh, man, we were off to a great start this week. It's fine. It makes us human. It humanizes us in the eyes of the audience. It's Glimpse behind fine. the curtain, you know? Yes. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, Derek, what's up? How's it going? Oh, uh, it's good. Um, let's see. What? What is new? Um, uh, went to Disneyland yesterday for Christmas. Okay. That was fun. My body is paying for it today. Yeah, uh, something with the weather is great because my eyes are all itchy today and swollen and great. You know, I'm just gonna complain. Hold on, 15 <laughs> minutes of complaining. I'm just kidding. No, um, no. I mean, other than that, I can't complain. It's just weird eye thing today, probably allergy related, and uh, you know, my body's just exhausted from you know 12 hours of walking yesterday. Yeah, you guys so. were there for 12 hours. Well, we got there. Well, we uh-huh. got there at nine. Yeah, we got there at nine. Left at nine. Wow. Ish. So, yeah. Troopers, what'd you guys eat? What did we eat? Let's see. So, we did. Uh, we got the lobster nachos at the Lamplight Lounge, the boardwalk. Uh-huh. Got to do that. Um, I had some bow buns, pork belly bow buns at the Carthay Circle Bar. Uh-huh. Um, what else did we have? I have not had any of this food before. Oh, the Carthay Circle is a. Uh, Right when you walk into California Adventure, it's that building that's over to the left, diagonal to the left. You know the big square that's there? Like right California when you walk under the Adventure. tunnel? Uh, yeah. Like you can go straight through into the rest of the park. You can uh-huh. go left into Hollywood. Yeah. It's diagonally on the other side of the left in that corner. There's a restaurant up top and there's a bar down below. Oh, um, interesting. That's like a recreation of Walt Disney's favorite, one of his favorite bars. Um. And they do like a rotational kitchen food menu and, and stuff like that. Oh, what nice. What else do we have? I swear we had more stuff than that. We ate most. We, mostly what we did was hang out and eat yesterday. So I don't. It's a long day. My brain's tired. So yeah, no I don't worries. remember everything. But yeah, we did that. Uh, like we'd gone like we'd gone recently. So this time was more like let's just hang out and kind of walk around and stuff. Check check things out. People watching all that. So. Nice. Yeah, it was good. All right. How about um, you? What have you been up to? Uh, not much since we last talked. Um, well, I've been just been catching up on TV shows that are still airing episodes. Same. There's New Family Guy, American Dad, all that normal stuff. New Crapopolis. Um, I uh, what else? Um, really, it. Uh, in terms of what I've done, uh, haven't really done much. I uh, have not seen the Marvels yet. We'll see yeah, that same. probably tomorrow uh, or tonight, yeah, hopefully. To see it this week. Yeah. Um, it's been getting good reviews. Well, it's been getting mixed reviews, I will say, which has been interesting. I'm hmm. interested to make up my mind for myself. Yeah, I, yeah me too. I haven't seen much... Um, negative about it yet but i also to be fair i haven't seen much positive about it i've only seen exactly. a couple positive reviews um so we'll see yeah uh it's yeah, a mixed it's bag between fans and critics so i'm like okay yeah whatever we'll figure it out for sure uh but, should yeah. we get into new stuff let's do it then we can review the movie at the end of this yeah let's do it uh cool all right 
Um, I mean, some of the biggest news stories. Wait, what movie? Oh, I saw The Killer. You saw The Killer too, yeah? Or no? I did not. Oh, The Killer. I did not see The Killer yet. Oh, I so thought I'd like you'd to talk seen about it. it with you. I have not. I meant to see it, and truthfully, I sat down to watch it and I fell asleep. Okay, gotcha. Because I'm old now, and apparently mm. nighttime is sleepy times. Not let's stay up till like three or four in the morning anymore. Gotcha. Okay, no worries. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, I'm sorry. I uh, I meant to, and I just didn't get to it, unfortunately. Um, no worries. I saw you saw it, and I saw I your did. little review post on your uh, on your reel. Yeah. But uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. Uh, maybe if we have some time left over or something, we can go through one of those 25 lists or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you want to take the latest or the, the top of the list? I'll take the I will the take the top. Ones. I will take the top. What are we at? We talked about... What was the last thing we talked about last week? We talked about the live-action Zelda movie. Yes, that was the Rockstar last thing Games. we talked about, I think. That was the last thing? Pretty sure. Okay. Okay, cool. There we go. All right, uh, GTA 6 will reportedly be released... Will be officially announced this week, followed by a trailer. That happened this week. We talked about it. Uh, the trailer has not come out yet, but yeah. uh, we will see. Uh, oh, first GTA 6 trailer coming in December. Yep. Perfect. Excited. Can't wait to uh, spend so much time and money that I don't have on that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton will no longer be directing the Mar uh, Marvel's Avengers Kang Dynasty. Um, the Shang-Chi director um, will no longer helm Avengers Kang Dynasty. He will instead focus on his other Marvel projects, including Wonder Man and Shang-Chi 2. Great. Yep. Wonder Man, which my I question. know has started filming, uh, started filming before the strike. Yes, and then my question for Shang Chi is, why is it taking this long for us to get a number two? I have. And no where has he been? Great question. These are questions <laughs> to ask. Um, yeah. Let's see, what did we do? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we talked about the new Ghostbusters trailer already. Um, do we? I don't think so. Oh. Oh no, we did because we said you hadn't said you said you hadn't seen the first one, and I hadn't seen. Oh, gotcha. The, yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm too far back. Then we have stuff we already talked about. John Wick anime. Okay, where are where am I at? <laughs> okay, so now for actual news. Uh, Deadpool three is delayed from May 2024 to July 2024, becoming becomes the MCU's only major release next year, and. I'm interested to see how that uh, works for them because I think it might work in their favor. They might be surprised if they stop pumping out five films a, a year. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it'll I think it's going to work in their favor to kind of I think it will give people a break. Uh, Slow down. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think there's some serious fatigue set in with with uh, the Marvel brand of superheroes, and so I yeah I really hope they take a break and just kind of. Let us let us live for a year and then uh, yeah. and circle back. <laughs> I don't need anything for a while. Yep. Especially with all of this like Kang Dynasty, Doctor Doom, will they, won't they thing. It's like, why don't you pump the brakes, figure out what you're going to do? Yep. And then slowly release it out. Totally. So. Um, speaking of new Marvel stuff, uh, this is Marvel content that I, uh, I that I do want. Uh, in the meantime, uh, mm. we're getting a new season of Marvel What If. Uh, yes. That trailer just dropped. Um, yes. Looks great. The first season. Awesome. Did you enjoy the first season? I did. I really enjoyed the first season. Um, and I will say, wildly, it was hit or miss for me. Oh, okay. But from episode to episode. But um, overall, I will say I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I, I pretty much like them all. Um, I kind of, I love anthology series like this. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of Love, Death, and Robots and, and oh things like that. So I, I was really into this. I thought they were, uh, all the episodes were pretty strong. Uh, I'm looking for, and I also thought the, uh, it was smart for them to do a through line through the episodes with, like, mm-hmm. the Watchers and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that element of it as well. Um, so I'm really excited about this. Like, I, I think these are all usually pretty well made. Um so I'm really looking forward to this, honestly. Yeah, same. Um, what you got? Uh, on let's see. Netflix has confirmed the fourth Fear Street movie is in the works. Did you ever see the Fear Street series that came no, out like what a is that? year or two ago? Um, so it is a um, it's an anthology series that is all linked together somehow. Um, well, is it anyway? I'm gonna look it up here so I can accurately describe. I love IMDb's big banner. How young Avengers could re- could resurrect the MCU? Nope, it's not <laughs> yeah. about it's not about the team. It's about the fact they put out six movies a year. Yeah, that is what kills it. So the first one, Fear Street Part One, takes place in 1994, mm-hmm. and then the Fear Street Part Two, and that is a more of a uh, what's the killer in this one? I think it's more of a scream. Style mm. slasher. Uh-huh. Um, so it's all linked to um, like stuff in this town has happened for forever, and um, it's these kids that are trying to figure out this you know historical mystery about something that happened in like 1666, and um, so it's them trying to figure out, and all these killers are coming back from the from the dead and then at one point so that's part one part two takes place in 78 and you get a nice 70s style slasher flick with a little bit of supernatural charge stuff from the other one and then the third one takes place in 1666 it takes you back and it shows you the thing that happened um back then to curse that town to always be violent or whatever i saw it half-baked uh when it came out two years ago, but I wasn't uh-huh. completely sober when I watched it. Gotcha. All three installments. So it, the details are a little hazy, but uh, I remember enjoying it enough to be excited for them to make another one. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check it out then. That sounds cool. Yeah, give it a shot. It's good spooky It's good spooky stuff. It's not going to like blow your socks off, but it'll yeah. at least be entertaining. Okay. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, um, give it a shot. Marvel Studios may retitle Kang Dynasty to Eternity Wars. Marvel Studio may be planning to retitle the Avengers movie to uh, Avengers Eternity Wars. According to Joanna Robinson, Marvel is seemingly moving away from the Kang storyline due to its uh, poor reception in Quantumania. Hence the removal of writer Jeff Loveness. A recent report also revealed the studio has withdrawn all new trademarks except Avengers Eternity Wars. I'll tell uh, you another from, thing. This uh, Crave Comics. Yeah. It's not Quantum Mania that had people underwhelmed about Kang. Yeah. <laughs> or it's not Kang being an under... It was, sorry, it's not Kang being in Quantum Mania that made people underwhelmed. Yeah. People were underwhelmed about the movie, not about Kang being in that movie. Yeah. He was sure. the be- He was like the best part of that entire <laughs> film, in my opinion. Like, he was the only legitimate thing of that entire movie. Yeah. Uh, totally. Why are no. they refusing to acknowledge that it's their fault because they can't churn out a good product anymore? Like, just own it. <laughs> they can't, own it. dude. Stop blaming your actors. Stop blaming the stuff. You made a shitty movie. Call yeah. it. 
Mm-hmm. Call it and own it. We all have. Society has literally labeled it shitty for you. Like, all mm-hmm. you have to do is go, ah, we messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, dog. Mm-hmm. It just drives me nuts. It's like, own your failures. Yeah, for real. I think it, yeah. I think... Ant-Man, you know, Ant-Man Quantumania could have been a good movie. Could have been I a just, great movie. I think that, like, they took the wrong approach. I think the cool thing about an Ant-Man... I think the the cool thing about Ant-Man that he serves in this Avengers team is that, like, he's not really, like... He's one of those characters where I'm not necessarily really interested in, like, what's happening in his life until it crosses yep. over with something that is, like like huge and like because you want to see that character just react to things like being a fish out of water you know yeah kind of it's like the everyman but like the the everyman that can control ants and turn small being like whoa what is happening aliens what what if they would what if so man go with me on this what if they made all right uh what if ant-man 3 or ant-man quantumania because a lot of that story what it's trying to do is set up that like basically the Earth one six Earth six one six is Kang basically, mm-hmm. uh, and so we get you know after we you know see him in the modern day we start to get like flashbacks to where he like first found the quantum zone and like met um, Michelle Pfeiffer's character and all that like what if what if the movie was like the first half of it was just like a Kang story until like. Ant-Man, maybe not half, maybe not the first half, but maybe like the first third is just the Kang story, and then like to establish that there's like this crazy multiversal thing happening, and then Ant-Man in the quest for looking for Michelle Pfeiffer like lands on that. Like, what if you told it in that sequence? I think that movie would have been a little bit more compelling that way, and then you make it more about the Kang storyline of it and how it's affecting uh, the Ant-Man character rather than like. Oh, let's see how you know. Let's let's deal with Ant Man being full of himself and having a book deal. It's like I don't I want Ant Man to be full of himself. I don't want any of that. You he's know supposed I mean? to be. He's supposed to be a golden retriever. Like he's supposed to be the instantly likable character yeah. on the Avengers, where you go, "Oh, it's an Ant Man adventure. Awesome. We're gonna have some laughs. We're gonna have some fun." Yeah. That had no fun. No. It had no laughs. Yeah. It had Scott Lang being a smug, like head of his ass like mm-hmm. individual which doesn't really strike me as his kind of character yeah so the character automatically was not somebody that i connected with and then we like we use his daughter as the foil so it's really his daughter's adventure and not his yes and i'm like all of that why would i go see that you want to make yes. a cassie lang movie make a cassie lang movie great yes. i won't watch it but make it <laughs> I, and it's not because i don't like her or anything like that I, just the character of cassie lang i just have no connection to so it's like it's just for me it's like a it's great you made it but awesome but don't if you're gonna call it ant-man quantum mania then make sure it's ant-man's movie yeah i think you know instead of a family-friendly focus feature where we're all like running around the quantum zone and getting into hijinks and meeting weird characters it was just (coughs) so so stupid you know what i think most superhero movies get wrong and why the the batman movies tend to be like the newer batman movies get right and that's why they tend to be really good I have a feeling I'm going to like hardcore agree with you, but what is your, yes, what do you? So I think that a lot of, so what superhero movies tried to do 
uh, what Hollywood continually tries to do and what they've always tried to do from the beginning with superhero properties is like, how do we figure out a way to make this comic book story, this superhero story into a normal movie? And I think uh, comic book stories and superhero stories don't work like most movies. Like they work more like they work more like action movies than they do anything else because the thing that makes like superhero stories compelling is not necessarily like structured like Hollywood hero stories are. Like it's not like most superheroes, the even the good ones are just like symbols. They're just archetypes. And whenever they show up, they're going to behave exactly how you expect them to because the, the, the joy of watching superhero stories is not the arc necessarily that the hero goes on which is what makes movies good uh, but superhero stories are watching the superhero show up and do it to new situations and do the thing that we expect them to do right like batman, it's much more like keaton's a tv batman, show yeah right keaton's batman in the flash had never seen a kryptonian before but what does right. he do well when he's <laughs> finally boots on the ground he's like i'm gonna just hop around you on using my cables and just slap grenades on you that's how yeah. i'm gonna figure this out it's like yes i don't want to watch scott lang go through an emotional arc and then that's what saves the day and that's what's getting to me and i'm getting tired of this in what you're talking about in in marvel movies is that the emotional arc when the character like realizes that i'm the here it's like then that's what saves the day no what saves yeah. the day is your skill set your smarts and your ability to be that hero when the when the nails hit the coffin like this whole, I'm Scott Lang, I'm Ant-Man, but I need a family of people to help me. Well, then you're not a superhero, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... You're kind it's, of a failure if you need a... If, you need, if your super team isn't the Avengers and it's your family, you're kind of a waste of space. Yeah. Like, Michael Douglas is not going to bring a lot of confidence <laughs> to me when he goes, we're going to go down. I'm like, you're going to have a heart attack and die. Maybe a yeah. stroke. Like, yeah. why are you here? yeah. Like you get like I think that's the problem. The Marvel side has leaned because I think they struck gold when they cast uh, uh, Iron Man and they cast mm-hmm. you know I mean their casting for the original the Avengers team was so good. I, I and, would disagree with Scarlett Johansson's casting just because I don't feel like they saw enough in her to do anything like particularly special with the character, and that's why I go maybe a different casting would have been better. But, um, yeah, I think that's you know, more. I, I think that's more. To me, that that's more of evi- that's more evidence of like that them not handling that character well. Because I think yeah, well, I've seen Scarlett Johansson but... be incredible and stuff. Oh, oh, I'm not. No- I am not knocking Scarlett <laughs> Johansson's acting ability. Yeah, <laughs> but far, I think far be it. Yeah, no, I think that like Marvel because they the success of Iron Man and like I think they took the wrong lesson from the early they successes. Did. They they took the lesson of oh. We cast a very charming actor to be the superhero. Therefore, we should make the the dramatic like investment of each of these movies. It is not, it's not going to be whatever the story is and whatever the current villain he's facing is. More of that weight is going to go on the art, the long arching journey of this hero character, and that's fine for like traditional storytelling but like superheroes don't work that way we want superheroes to be the terminator basically yeah we want superheroes we We want them to struggle we want them to get their ass handed to them a little bit but at the end of the day when the chips are down then they kick 
the crap out of the bad guy and yeah. we go, yay! That's we, literally what yeah. comic books are. I don't want anything different. I don't want in-depth to get to know the character of Captain America through six movie art. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I want to see Captain America beat the shit out of Doctor Doom or Hydra or whoever the monster is that week. And maybe he can team up with somebody and they like work together to take down a bigger threat. Great. I yeah. don't want to know the inner workings. Like what they're doing is they're trying to take these characters on like actor exercises of like, let's flush out this. No, 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 no. Don't care. Don't want it. 90% mm -hmm. of people, same thing. I don't want to see Captain America go on an emotional arc. Like, yeah, the Peggy Carter one, good. You got me in the feels. Well done. But, like, I'm tired of it doing – I'm tired of Marvel transitioning into more – I mean, now, granted, they're made by Disney, but the early Marvel stuff was very much Marvel as opposed to what it is now, which yeah. is Disney parading as Marvel, being like, it's all about family and yeah. emotions. And it's like, no, it's fucking not. It's about combat and kicking people's asses and, like, winning the day <laughs> against a bad guy. I'm it's, sorry, it's, but it's you are correct. Like, it is. It's pro wrestling. You yeah. need the heel. You need the top. Like, you are correct in the sense that, the like, the new Batman movies, Dark Knight trilogy, the Batman, they get what we want to see, and it's to watch yeah. Batman win. Yeah. I don't need him to go on a heart on a, on an emotional arc. I mean, Nolan did it. Great, yeah. fine. I'm sure it'll happen with the with the Matt Reeves movies too. Awesome. But, but they here, already but here's know the what thing. we want to see, and that's but, what and, they're going to And give here's us. the thing with the Batman stuff, because I think, because in my in my opinion, the only arc I want to see the like a superhero go on is arcs that teach them how to be better at being that superhero. Agree. Like, and 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 it, it, so like though and those shouldn't be <laughs> like every time you see a hero he shouldn't be fundamentally questioning whether or not he should be that hero that's just not fun no. to watch <laughs> when do they just accept the fact that that's what they are like yeah. the greek demigods of old where they just showed like hercules just showed up and was like yeah i um i just killed the nemean lion and people were like oh oh fantastic did you have a a difficult time yeah yeah, but I learned how to do it <laughs> yeah, better, yeah, and yeah, now I'm going to take on the Hydra, and I'm going to cram its heads down its throats. Yeah. And you're like, oh, great. Like, do that. <laughs> yeah, and so I think Marvel has leaned too far into, like, and and because I will say this, they their decision to try it a different way, I'm not totally critical of. I mean, mm -mm. I think you can, you can do anything you want with these stories. And I think what sure. they did has been massively successful for them. And quite frankly, they've made some of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Uh, but I think they have lost, they've, they've spent so much time, like, and energy invested into uh, keep, like, maintaining their status quo as opposed to getting back to the roots of what works about this uh -huh. that I think they, they've compromised. And so. And, and what they do to like sort of distract you from that is like they just well okay uh, we'll just we'll just hire all of your favorite actors and all of your favorite directors to make these movies and like then you won't think about how we're not really invested in the stories we're telling <laughs> yeah no they're not it's clear they're not invested in the storytelling yeah. they are so in love with Tom Holland's Spider-Man that they want every character to be <laughs> Spider-Man yes. and I'm like no Captain America is Dude. not Spider-Man yeah <laughs> Thor is yeah. not Spider-Man. And while we're at it, Thor is also not a family man. Yeah. He's a fuck boy from space. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop. Yeah. 
Stop yeah. making everything fucking family oriented to sell straws at goddamn Disney. Now, having said that, I do give money to Disney, and I do it because I am fascinated <laughs> by the by the monster machine, the the money making monster machine that is Disneyland, and how they are seemingly able to just print money out of thin air. Like it, I won't start talking about it here, but it it blows my mind. It's fascinating. However. You need – this is why I'm thinking why I've been saying for a while they need to have rated R superhero content because I was saying what you need to do is have a rated R Thor movie and actually show Thor about what he really is like. Yeah. You know, and not this like, you know, oh, Deadpool's the rated R. Maybe X-Men's the rated R side of things. Like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Your main roster characters – are massively damaged characters who deal with their stuff in their own way through, you know, they overcome their obstacles by defeating the bad guy. But I'm like, but my thing is, I'm like, stop making everything so cuddly. Yeah. I don't want cuddly. Superheroes (laughs) are not cuddly. The Punisher is not cuddly. (laughs) Have you caught up on, uh, have you caught up on Gen V or Invincible yet? I'm all, I'm one I have the last episode of Gen V to watch. Okay. And I haven't started Invincible yet. I've been focusing on trying to get Gen V done. Okay. How are you liking Gen V so far? I like it a lot. I'm really looking yeah. forward to see how this last episode peels off because everybody's like, it sets up season two of the boys. And I was like, that's the show I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While I will don't say, get wrong, like, Gen V's not bad. Gen V's I was gonna not say, bad. Like, honestly, it doesn't like. It doesn't feel like a spinoff to me. It just feels like more episodes of the boys that the boys aren't in. Sure. You know what I and mean? It just, yeah. it, which is, I think, uh, and, and I say that as like, I don't think the show suffers. I don't, I, like, I don't think that this show is any like, like on a, like on paper. Obviously, I want to see mm-hmm. Carl Urban and Homelander and all that. But yeah, on paper oh, yeah. and, and, and based on execution, like this show is no less. Comp- competently made than the boys. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yes. Like just for I, I anybody who's 100%. listening who's like, is it but is it like a spin-off? Is it not as good? No, well, it's, it's like the same the budget. Said, it's the same it looks I just it was as good. Be the CW just right. in the boy, boys universe. And I was right. like, no, it's yeah, I'm not interested. Not and it's it's not that. And I'm <laughs> very happy that. that very happy that it's not because I wouldn't have watched it if it had been the other thing. Yeah, it's very much care, the boys know? still. It's just a different yep. El- meanwhile, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, meanwhile, yeah. at the university. Meanwhile, in a different city. <laughs> exactly. That's exa- all that's- of these kids are going to end up becoming part of the team for the boys. It, uh, yes, and that and it's kind of genius, dude. Like when you think it about is. it, like they have a whole stable now of characters that you care about that can now come to the boys. Like it's they're ge- like they're killing it with that show. They're doing it better they're, than Marvel. They is. are killing it <laughs> because they understand their product. Yeah, and sure. they know what their what their people want. And right now, I think Disney thinks it's oh, families want to watch Marvel. It's like no, no, no. All of the millennials <laughs> who grew up and made comic books what they were in like the eighties and nineties and like yeah. early two thousands, we want to see violence. Yeah, I want to yeah. see Wolverine cut some dude's head off. Like you have to give us what we want. Like the average age, most of the people that are paying the money for Marvel are people that want to see adult situations with superheroes. AKA, or, or not AKA, not also known as, but I'm just, but the, you know, transfer your gate. Like, henceforth, the reason why The Boys is so popular. Yeah. Like, and, it's not for yeah. a lack. It's not because it pushes the envelope. It does. It's because it gives, it treats us like adults and then tells a competent story, which Disney, I'm not even going to call it Marvel anymore. It's just Disney. It's Bob Iger. They don't know how to do that. Yeah. 
because they're trying uh, to Disneyfy Marvel with storylines and emotional arcs, and I'm like, I no. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, I saw a story that I or I heard a story on a podcast that Kevin Feige is thinking about movie like switching to Star Wars and working with that universe. Yeah, he said he was going to do that, and then he announced he's going to do his own movie, and then he announced that that fell through. So I'm not uh, really okay. sure what's going on, but they need to get somebody. Well, at this point, Feige, I'm not even sure if I would call him. I would be very competent. interested to see what he would do with the Star Wars universe, though. I would, too, but my fear is that he is basically, with the way that Marvel's going, he's such a Disney shill now that it would basically just be the same thing, just in space. See, the only thing that gives me hope that it's not that is that, like, he seems like the type of guy who has the balls to be like, no, I want to try something different and move away from, like, the Skywalker stuff. Um, and also, like... Him casting, him picking John Favreau, and then casting uh, Robert Downey Rob, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, to me, is emblematic of like someone who's willing to like do something different to like make sure. a splash. Because like at that That's time, true. those two names were not like, yeah, if we're gonna if you're gonna start a new you know billion dollar franchise, let's go get washed oh, up the guy after that, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Or, uh, let's get the Robert guy Downey who Jr. directed Elf and <laughs> yeah. heroin addict Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're Sorry, gonna make black them... tar heroin yeah, addict yeah, Robert exactly. Downey Jr. You have to be specific exactly. from all the other heroin addicts in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> that don't smoke the crazy hard stuff. Yeah. Who, the guy whose last movie was probably a Scanner Darkly or something. <laughs> kiss Kiss Bang Bang maybe. Like that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I know. So that's the only thing that kind of gives me hope. I'm like, man, if he can take Here's, a big swing like that it, at like with Disney's money, like he can take a big swing here, again. With absolutely. Star Wars, but here's you know? the thing: everybody forgets. Yeah. That was before Disney took over Marvel. Yeah, that's true. That was back when Paramount was that's distributing. True. Was supposed to be the studio for the Marvel franchise. That's true. Which makes you think how different it would be if Disney wasn't there muddling it up, trying to make everything into a toy commercial for children. <laughs> Instead of, yeah. like, making good stories and movies that actually have some, like, weight to them, you know? Mm -hmm. With characters that don't act like this is their first time out every time they go save the day. Yeah. Because the movies act like movies act like Iron Man happens. And then he doesn't do anything as Tony Stark until Iron Man 2. And then he doesn't do another thing, Tony Stark, you know, until Avengers. So it's like they act like he hasn't been superheroing in between these episodes. It's like... Oh, that's what they do in but that's what they should be doing in between the movies is they should be having their own adventures and learning how to do their job better because that's what makes the Avengers the point of the Avengers is yeah. that they can't conquer it's all these work it's like a D&D group when you get a real good Dungeons and Dragons group where you got like a paladin a healer a barbarian you know what it's like so everything's stacked and everything's got their point you know but they all kind of stack on top of each other it's like that's what the Avengers is for that's what Fantastic Four is for it's what the Justice League is for it's for a mm -hmm. problem that they can't handle individually <sighs> but the movie stakes have gotten to the point where well yeah they can Mm -hmm. You don't need the Avengers anymore because every single hero that's out there can handle an Avengers level like threat on their own. Apparently, thanks yeah, Quantum Mania, you cut yeah. out the knees from all the stakes. Well, I feel like There's no that, danger. Yeah, I feel like that's also, been a, that's been a problem in Marvel movies for a while, though. I think they've they've had weak villains. Uh, I mean, 
Oh, the villains are yeah. The, the villains, villains are across garbage. the Marvel universe are they? They started getting bad immediately. Like yeah, everybody's it, like, <laughs> oh my god, Thanos is the best. I'm like, he's not that scary. Yeah, like e- like even like um, I'm trying to think of like even some of like the Iron Man sequel villains weren't great. The Thor Whiplash villains have was never pretty been good. Great. Everybody hated Mickey Rourke as Whiplash. I'm like, I didn't everybody mind that. hates, dude. Everybody dogs on Iron Man too, and I'm like. When was the last time y'all actually took a critical eye to watching Iron Man 3? And I know it does something a little bit different for the genre, but keep in mind, you say that back in Iron Man 3. You should be saying that now. Mm -hmm. When that movie came out, you don't need to do anything different because there haven't been that many out where the fatigue has happened. Now you need to do something different. Also, you brought up a point where saying that Kevin Feige was taking big swings under Disney at the time when they came out with Iron Man. And and I agree. That's why I brought up the Paramount thing. And I agree with you. However, that was almost – that's almost like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he might not feel the same way because he's getting mountains of cash – Mm. to just from my perspective and whatever he'd yell at me and do whatever because he seems like that kind of guy but like from my perspective it seems like uh yeah it seems like somebody's been asleep at the wheel for the last like i don't know maybe 10 years yeah i dude i feel like with the star wars franchise reboot that they did i feel like they really made like I think I will count. I would count that franchise as a success, like financially. Oh, even financially, cre- yeah. Even even creatively, I think uh, the fact that they made three coherent movies that are like. Oh, I'm plot- gonna stop you there. <laughs> coherent is a very strong word no, to use. No, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm being I'm being very charitable because what I'm saying is like, I I think it's it can be very easy to just dog the shit out of those movies, but like. They're not horrible movies. Like they're not like, oh, to me, in my opinion, they don't feel like wastes of time. Like they're not bad like mm. that. They're just like not what I like. But I think what See, they missed. I think what they missed with like those movies though is I think they rushed to, uh, and I and for me it will be one of the biggest missed opportunities of all time. It, it, but in my opinion alone, because like fucking those movies are wildly successful. But, um. I so I thought Force Awakens was great and I thought it was it worked yeah, as it, was fine. it served as two purposes. It served as a purpose to um revitalize a new sort of team and a new franchise within Star Wars but also uh a pay homage to and to familiarize a new generation of kids with the aesthetic of the the original trilogy. You know what I mean? So it accomplished those two things, right? And I thought, oh, this is genius. Now, because in my mind, the way it should have gone was there should have been a trilogy of of basically Force Awakens 1, 2, and 3, where basically like... The, you're watching this team close knit flying through the, the you know the galaxy going on missions for like three movies like each movie is a mission you know like the first one is the getting the team together blah blah, blah. second one is they go on this mission third one they go on this mission but it's very contained movies that are like just like you know essentially like fetch quest movies you know what I mean yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy style movies yeah absolutely uh, your mission then, this week should you choose to accept it yes and then once we've spent you know, five, six years with these characters uh, going on, the, you know, they're Star Wars movies, so they're going to be, they're going to earn a bunch of money, so now we're $3 billion later, and we've spent like uh, like five, six years with these characters, 
and establishing Kylo Ren and doing all of that or whatever. Now we do the, uh, uh, or planting the seeds of that. Now we do the Kylo Ren arc if we want. Or now we do the, uh, we do like the, 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 um, the, uh, you know, all, all of the extra stuff that the movies have done over the three movies that they did. Like, yeah. what if that was like, we had our, what if we spent three movies just getting to know the team and then we get, then we do the Kylo Ren trilogy if you want or something? Cause I feel like, they rushed to make the movies these big sprawling space war epics before we had enough time to really care about this new team. But I don't give a sh- I don't care about any of them. And two of them don't even need to be in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like John Boyega's character does not need to be in any of those movies. And Rose, the other character that's insist- like introduced in the second movie, there's no point to her. And they really like unless they change that in the third movie because I'll put it to you this way. I watched the first movie, Force Awakens, fine, whatever. We went and saw it together with Kyle's parents. That was fun. Uh, yeah, whatever. It was fine. It ended. I was like, ah, oh, cool, Star Wars. There we go. And then the second movie, I walked out and was like, I don't I don't think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the trailer for the third one and read the plot synopsis for the third one. And, my, and I went, well, I'm not going to go watch that. <laughs> like, I have not seen the third one. I have no interest. It, like, it just... Yeah, Star Wars at this point, having been a huge Star Wars kid back in the day, the sad thing is that Star Wars isn't for me anymore. Like, and here's how I knew they rushed these movies, because in the second one, definitely, this definitely happens a lot in the third one, but even in the second one, like, you know how, like, the later Star Wars movies will do a thing where, like, like... You're watching like one of the main characters, like you're watching, um, you're watching Ray or something in the main story for like 20 minutes, and then after at the 20 minute mark, there's like, well, man, who do we have someone on that planet? And then it cuts to like one of the team members from the like, it, then it cuts to like John Boyega or somebody, and it's supposed to be their like. Oh yeah, we, like prolonged absence without him, so we can like cheer when they show up. Yeah, but, but like, he goes up, and people are like, "Who cares?" <laughs> yeah, because we haven't spent enough time as a team yet. So like, it doesn't he's matter. He's not a that Jedi. Guys, it's so weird. He's not a Jedi. He's not a gunslinger. He's not an ace fighter pilot. You have all of those in Oscar Isaacs. Expand his role. John Boyega is lit, and nothing against John Boyega. He was just done dirty in these movies. And he said so, since he's come out and said that against it, and I, I would agree with him. Um, but like, John Boyega's Finn, his character, no purpose. He serves no purpose except to like randomly say lines. And I feel like, I feel like when he says the lines, the appropriate response is that everybody on like on screen should just stop and slowly turn and look at him until he just like leaves the room. It's like, yeah, you bring nothing to the table. That whole sequence where they go with, in the second one, where they go with Antonio Banderas, who has that weird tick, shock tick, because he likes electrocuting him. Like, they they let... There's too much freedom with characters, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And they weren't... And the direction that they got for those characters wasn't good or well thought out. It was, oh, this will be funny, because this is a weird thing that we can do. And it's like, no... Like, I hate to say it because it's Star Wars, but it's like, and Marvel, but it's like, you've got to take this stuff a little bit seriously. Yeah. No, you it's know, true, if you want to make a good product. And they're not taking it seriously anymore. And that's what I, I like, you're just going to run these logos and these trademarks into the ground to the point where no one cares about them anymore. 
like, you know. Yeah, I get like if you want us to care about this team, we got to see them spend time together. And we never see that. They're always like in different planets and different yeah. parts. It's like, what's the, what's the point of them being a team? <laughs> They're not a team. That's the thing, Asan. You're not a team. They, Disney wants them to be the team. But like we've said before, they don't do the groundwork. They yeah. don't put any effort in to do any of the groundwork. They just go, oh, this is the hero. You should like this person already. Same thing in Quantumania. Yeah. They go, oh, you like Scott Lang. I'm like, he's a douche now. Mm-hmm. Like what? Why? His child is more inept, like is more adept than he is. Like, <laughs> why am I rooting for the hero when he's not even the hero of his own story? Yeah, no word. Um, <coughs> should we? Um, what's? You have any other news stories up there? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we do. Let me see. Uh, Darren Aronofsky is going to direct an Elon Musk biopic. Uh... I said, let's just wait till that. Wait until that idiot is dead, so we can actually have a realistic. Because anything you put against Elon Musk, he's just going to use his billions of dollars to, like, whitewash the fucking truth. Yeah. Because he's a we'll garbage s- human being. We'll see, man. We'll see. Mm. I don't know. Like, Darren Aronofsky, uh... He, hit or uh, miss for me. I like him, but he's a little... I'm just like, why? Yeah, why he's so def- soon? He's definitely hit or miss. Um, I wish... Uh, yeah, I don't know. How about we do an Elon Musk biopic? Like we've done other biopics of people when they're dead and all the facts are in. Yeah. Like, who knows? You may write this. You may make this movie and make him look like a really good guy. And then he might commit genocide (laughs) because he is a white supremacist. That's true. (laughs) I would want to see David Fincher's. uh, Yeah, that's the director I want to see make this movie. I was talking with somebody the other day and I just mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, Elon Musk's a white supremacist. Like, no, he's not. He talks about population control all the time. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Look up the statistics, dog. Worldwide yeah. population is up. The only people and the rhetoric he uses is specifically that of white supremacists. Yeah. The man's a giant rich racist. Stop <laughs> liking him. Stop buying his cars. Like, Burn his I, shit down. Like, Social Network is an interesting one because it is a biopic of someone while they're still alive. And I feel like we got mm-hmm. a lot of, like, a pretty honest look at, like, what that guy was like. I would agree. So if we can do that with Elon Musk, I'm down for it, but I want it to be very honest, especially about him. Like Zuckerberg got a little bit of it, like from social network and everybody now knows like, oh yeah, that guy's a tool. Like now everybody's like, oh yeah, he's rich. But like you talk about Zuckerberg, there's kind of this understanding where everybody's like, yeah, but he's a dick. Elon Musk has these followers like Joe Rogan that people just like get on their knees and open their mouths for him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? He does not care about you. Mm-hmm. When he talks yeah. about taking, when he talks about going to space and taking humanity to space, you're not the humanity he's talking to about. He wants to go by himself because he hates people. <laughs> he wants oh. you to burn to death on this planet after he like cuts all the resources <laughs> out of the center. <laughs> He's from, his, from his Mars fortress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's such a dick, dude. Ugh. Oh man, so that's funny. Annoying. I hate um, him. I really do. It's one of those like, don't ever get me started about him because like I know enough about. It, I just won't stop for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. If you like him, you won't. By the time I'm done with you, anyway. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, James Bond. There's a James Bond game that's coming up that's being described as the ultimate spycraft fantasy. Go on. I know. Uh, 
the few other breadcrumbs we were able to pick up in the office suggest a tone closer to Daniel Craig than Roger Moore, and perhaps a more scripted experience than Hitman's freeform jaunts. Uh, It's been pitched as the ultimate spycraft fantasy, which suggests gadgets and perhaps a step away from the murderous objectives of Agent 47. So, sounds like there's the team that did uh, Hitman that's going to be doing James Bond, and I'm like, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. It won't be based on any of the James Bond actors. It'll be the studio's own digital Bond, and it will be inspired by the film franchise, but not take place inside of it. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Oh, we got a, yeah, should be great. I'm excited for it. Um, we got a new trailer for Rebel Moon. Oh, I have Part not one. seen the new trailer for Rebel Moon. Mm. Uh, but the first trailer, uh, the first trailer was great. Uh, is this, this is a good one. Oh, dude, this this movie. You want to talk about space war epics? I'm like, like Star Wars. I see the logo and I'm like, mm, no. No, thank you. This one, I'm like, oh, fire it up. Like, let's go. Like, Dude. this is what I, this is what it should have been, it's looking like. Uh, people are, are not going to like this take, probably. But Zack Snyder. Take. coming in. <laughs> Zack Snyder is one of our vet, our best, like, visual artists in in terms of directors. I agree. Like, his visual style is, is top tier, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, like, Yo. He the way he's able to put images together look he makes just movies just look like comic books dude, like it's, he's he's responsible for like the way uh superhero action movies are shot like that and 300 changed the way yes. action films were completely like done dude like his his whole like style of like that it, it is really like there's a few directors that I think have like really shaped the way superhero shit is shot. I think Michael Bay is one. I mm-hmm. think uh, um, what's his name? I think uh, ah shit. James well, we Gunn. Just, we, no, we were just talking about him. Darren Aronofsky. No, 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 no. no. We're just talking Who? about him right now. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Yeah. Uh, and then I, so you could probably say like J.J. Um, Abrams. Uh, I think did a lot to shape the way we shoot superhero shit as well. I think we should throw John Favreau in there. Yeah. For the totally. first two Iron Man movies cuz that basically set the stage for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and for and helmet that, and, and for helmet cam as quiet as it, as and quiet for as it's cam. kept. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, um, he's got to be in there too. Dude, um I would put James Gunn in there as well. Yeah. Oh, and you got to say the Wachowskis, like they they got to be in there. Oh, um, yeah. Um they changed kung fu and American action movies for a generation. Um But for the rest of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, for all of time. Like they changed it so bad that the original countries that made those movies have now changed the way they make those movies <laughs> yeah, to reflect yeah, yeah. the Wachowski's way of making yeah, those movies. Yeah. I'm like, you did it. Dude, Congratulations. Impact, you go in the history books. Imagining impact imagine impacting an art form as much as that. Like changing the way everyone does it for going forward forever. Think about it this way. Think about making that movie. Then going, I'm just going to focus on the rest of my career, and then watching the industry change to fit the way you made your movie. It's crazy, man. I wouldn't leave my house. I'd be like, ah. Like. Too much responsibility. Yeah, you're allowed to make Cloud Atlas. You are. You're allowed to. Oh, yeah. You can. No, no, no. And that's what, when Cloud Atlas came out and people were like, I don't know about the Wachowskis anymore, I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't they matter. They made the Matrix. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you think of the Wachowskis. They made the Matrix. Yeah, which changed 
philosophy, science fiction, action movies, and like film as we know it. Yeah. So I don't care if they make a thousand cloud atlases. <laughs> they made the Matrix. Dude. And I'm sorry, but M. Night Shyamalan does not get a pass like that. Dude, the Matrix, like those movies are, dude. Like I know. Oh, no, we get we can't launch in. I feel like we're going up that roller coaster, <laughs> and if you start us, we're gonna do like we just did about Star Wars for about like ten, fifteen minutes. What, and what I'm like, ti- I don't what know. Time, if, what time limit are we at? Where are we at? We got forty seven minutes, like forty eight almost. Oh, we've clocked in forty eight. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Um, because the other we, big one, right after the Rebel Moon, is the big news that you and I double double sent each other. Oh, is that the next story? That is the next story. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about. So, did we wrap up on um, the last trailer? Rebel Moon. Rebel. Oh yeah, yeah. No. I think so it looks we, great. We, Zach, yeah, it we looks were great. talking about Zack Snyder about how Got he's you. You, know, right. you know changed it, and I think I think he's gonna do another visual uh, U-turn on us with Rebel Moon, the two-part Rebel Moon, mm-hmm. and I think I would honestly bet your bottom dollar, dog, watch Star Wars change what they do based on this on these movies. Yeah, 100% watch it because people will go watch this because it's not Star Wars so they're going to try and take some of that to Star Wars and I'm like cool so you're just riffing off of a riff of a property that you already own and you should Mm -hmm. be doing it better than everybody else but you're not interesting (laughs) also on that looking at you Eon Productions with the James Bond franchise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're losing to Tom Cruise every single time he releases a movie with the exception of the most recent one Dude, I'm I'm stoked for a James Bond period piece though. Directed by Christopher Nolan and starring uh what's his face? Uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I'm in. Yeah. That's officially a shut up and take my money. Like, can I see it now? How can I yeah. be a Do part of it? Do we know when it's gonna be set? Not even. They uh probably he was saying he'll take it back to the sixties, probably sixties or seventies. Oh dude, that's he so might sick. even do like fifties, like right post World War Two. A 70s James Bond movie like shot today would be really sick. A 60s James Bond movie shot today oh, would be sick. Like imagine a James Bond movie but like <laughs> like shot like a Scorsese movie. You know what I mean? Like oh. That's what I'm thinking, dude. Like a Just special a violent ass his... James Bond dude, movie. Yes. Well, that's what James Bond is. He's hyper yeah. violent. The movies have shot Roger Moore of him be like, mm, yes, I'm James Bond. He has that, but it's like, mm, yes, I'm James Bond. But the subtext is, and I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like... I kind of hope they, and I think Christopher Nolan would do this. I kind of hope they scale back the action. Uh, mm, and, and make and, it more spy. And make it more espionage. Because I think I he think, will. The movies, because the movies, uh, my least favorite Bond movies are the ones where it's basically just Mission Impossible now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like the Daniel Craig ones. Yeah, even but even like the ones that are like more stunt heavy, like in the '90s, the Pierce Brosnan ones. I always like the ones that are a little bit more card playing and cigar and cigar smoking like yeah the those. roger moore sean connery uh yeah, george lazenby era to me i think yeah. i think you there's a nice uh balance that can be found especially if you said it in the 70s of like sort of the cigar smoking you know poker playing but then also like they didn't play poker in the, <laughs> in the, in the games yeah oh no no you're good that's a, that's a more recent <laughs> Yeah, thing. but but uh, so you have that element of it there because the seventies ha- and even the sixties too had like 
sort of it's still like a lot of the clubs still had like the look and the aesthetic of like the 40s and 50s so it had like kind of this like luxury to it but it was also like covered in 40 years of cigar smoke and it's violent and alcohol and you know what i mean well the other thing too is he runs on the high ends of society but he runs on the high end of society to gather information to figure out where the criminal element is that he can then go investigate so you're having a two-sided like it's like it's like batman yes you know he runs in the high circles, you know, whatever, and that's his cover. But really, his job is like going undercover and being and seducing women and being like, "Give me the computer secrets for the missiles." Yeah, because I would love, uh, like, and I'd then when love... they don't, then he slaps them because that's the books. Yeah, especially because if this is early James Bond, where he's only been 007 for a couple years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would like to, to see him go on smaller missions. Every mission doesn't have to be, you know, um, giant world stakes. world stakes. It could just yeah. be. Uh, you know, he's investigating some corporate espionage. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. some like trading. And they're and- about to pop off their plan for world domination. And he's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hmm, got you 15 <laughs> minutes too early. Yeah. Like, I would love to see Bond just uncovers a kidnapping, you know, plot or like uncovers a, some kind of like uh, well, criminal espionage within like a company. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally do. The other thing that we've moved away from as far as Bond goes, and if you want to talk classic Bond, Mm -hmm. this is what I want to say. We've moved away. I'm so tired of Bond going rogue. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of secret agents going rogue. They don't. If they did, they get killed. Yeah. Like, and not by the people because they make a mistake. Like, the CIA kills them. Yeah. Because they're no longer an asset they can trust. Like, would you not understand that spies are very uptight and very, like, rigid and very boring? looking yeah. people like in real life James Bond's the exception but I'm tired of James Bond going rogue I want to see him walk into MI6 open the door take his hat or a scarf or whatever jacket throw it across the room it lands on the hat rack or whatever coat rack Money Petty sitting at the desk they have sexy repartee innuendo repartee where she's like where he's like you know trying to get her into bed but she's like Mm-mm, you gotta be serious about it and then all of a sudden over the intercom you have and I'm just I want it to be Michael Caine so bad. You have M in his office being like, you know, in his Michael Caine voice, you know, telling her to get, you know, tell Bond to hurry up. And then Bond goes through a double quilted leather door into M's office. And then he throws a dossier at him. He's like, this is your mission, Bond. Mm-hmm. Your target is the lady. Cu-. You know, and it's like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Cause That's I what I want to see. In my, Because in my head, the character of James Bond, like his skill set is... Like the reason, the thing that makes James Bond cool is his ability to get information from people, mm-hmm. and like not necessarily like kick. Like the coolest thing about James Bond is not that like yeah he's gonna go kill the bad guy. Like it's more so he's gonna he can he's the one guy who can get the information to take the bad guy down. And yeah, he might kill the bad guy, but like oh, and he's you know, definitely yeah. gonna kill the bad guy. <laughs> but it's more like, <laughs> but the fun of the movies is more like. Him being like, you know, outsmarting people and like espionage. You know well, what I mean? The fun of the movies is going along on a ride with yeah. James Bond while he figures out what's going on. Like, he's tossed, he's always tossed, the good ones, he's tossed into a situation where he doesn't really know what's going on. He has yeah. to figure it out through, like, throughout the way. And we as the audience get to watch him figure it out as he goes and then eventually use what he's learned to defeat the bad guy. Or he just gets really angry and shoots everybody. Either way, also looking at you, Marvel, that's how you write superhero movies. Yeah. Also, like, the bigger and bigger the Bond movies have become, like, become, like, they have to contrive more and more ways and reasons of why he's dressed in a, like a tux. 
because it's like with the shit he's doing in these movies, like just put him in like combat gear. Like, why is he wearing a suit? Well, that's at why all? I loved. That's why I loved the last one. Because when they went to assault the base, he was like in an actual like combat. Granted, he'd still look dapper as hell. Yeah. But like, he looked good, dude. Yeah. It's like that's more of what I want, and that's what I want to see. I want to see more head to toe, all black outfit, James Bond picking a lock to get into somebody's office to like yeah. raid, you know, raid cabinets and be like, oh, yeah, taking exactly. microfiche photos and then going to Q and being like, well, 007, what's part of this logo? Is it, no, that's the Strasbourg line. You don't know. You know, it's like ah, yes, we're putting the pieces together. <laughs> Yeah, I want to eventually like, <laughs> then go to the bad guy's base to kill him. Yeah, I want I want James Bond to do more Austin Powersy shit. <laughs> That's why I don't. That's the reason why Austin Powers exists because James Bond doesn't do Austin Powers shit. <laughs> no, he does. He totally sleeps with the girl to get the information. Like I want to yes, see that. Yes, but that's shit. not Austin Powers shit. That's James Bond's shit. I that's, know. I like, was making a joke. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm just like I. I just there's a way to make these movies they haven't like don't get me wrong i loved the daniel craig movies for what they were i just you can't put bond in a modern setting anymore it doesn't work yeah, for the character it just doesn't make he sense. is a he is a guard dog of a bygone era and i kind of also go you know he's a guard dog of a bygone era that the misogyny of which needs to be done with mm-hmm but you can put him in the 60s, the like 50s, 60s, 70s. You just have to... It just has to be of that time. You, know like, what you, you can't could, do modern Bond anymore. You know it what just you doesn't could, work. Here's my pitch for modern Bond. All if right. you wanted to do modern Bond, you would have to... You'd have to get rid of MI6 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to get rid of the government attachment for James Bond so he's no longer on his majesty's secret service or whatever mm-hmm. her majesty's secret service it'd have to be a thing where uh he gets free of that and works as a mercenary doing james bond but like having his own company that does it and like mm. doing it so he can still have a moral code so but Kingsman. Like, yeah basically he you'd have to make it kingsman so that way Bond could be in more situations that like would require someone like Bond because those situations don't exist anymore really with the government. You know what I mean? So yeah, you have to make really it a don't. thing where like it'd have to be like he'd be taking on corporate interests or like things like that as opposed to like the government, yeah. you know? Well, the other thing too is it's different because when you needed Bond, when you need Bond is when you need somebody to fly to Monaco to schmooze and rub elbows with an heiress to figure out like where her dad is shipping all of his arms to like into Greece you know like that's what you need bond for nowadays you just go clickety clack I I found it (laughs) it's on the internet exactly it's on the internet exactly like, oh cool that's why I think the spy as we know it is done you have assassins and you have research people well yes they have reason but I was gonna say except I could see a world in which um like in the corporate like in the shady corporate world where there could be a, a potential for a lot of espionage you know sure. what i mean yeah yep like trying to seduce you know your rival ceo's like uh secretary to like get her to give you inf- like i could see shit like that happen i can see mm-hmm. bond like working in that level like with like a you know a, you know some kind of like arm you know some kind of like arms dealing you know lockheed type company like corporate yeah. espionage, espionage shit i could see that being really interesting um, fun. And you could take that around the world and, and see different, like, sketchy 
corporate type shit. You know what I mean? Could be yeah. interesting. But but it's done the Bond. We handle things the Bond way, you know? Absolutely. Um, we got one more trailer that I think we sh- should talk about. Um, oh, we uh, we should let's hit this Hannibal piece and then talk about yes. the uh, yes, yes, the yes. trailer for Spider or Madam Web. Madam Web, yeah. All right, so Hannibal's uh, there's a movie being made about Hannibal uh, by Anton. Well, there's Ant- there's been a movie that's been made about Hannibal. It's actually I don't know if you know this, but this movie that's finally coming out has been mm. in the works since Gladiator came out. Oh, I did not know that back in the day they were going to do gladiator and then right on the success of gladiator ridley scott was like i'm going to do hannibal of carthage and every history nerd went oh fuck mm-hmm. and then he backed out of it and then it's been changing hands in studios ever since yeah well i'm stoked for this uh, me too all of the all of, i don't know a ton about the the story of hannibal but i do know that uh uh, the things that like stand out in my mind are like that he like his army consisted of elephants. <laughs> yeah, you wanted the whole. You wanted the real big deal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Go I'll just give it. you the real quick breakdown of who can't who Hannibal was. I don't know the dates, but the, it was take. He took place during one of the Punic Wars. The Punic Wars were when Rome was expanding into the Mediterranean, essentially uh-huh. starting their first like real colonization. Um, you know, mm-hmm. warring stuff. It's when Sicily was a major battleground between Carthage and Rome. And it was essentially going to see which empire would come out on top, would be Carthage or Rome. Hannibal being a general and a soldier for Carthage, Rome being Rome. Uh, so, yeah, so they had a lot of problems back and forth, lots of bits of stuff, battles and stuff like that. And then one day Hannibal went, I'm done with this, and got a bunch of, got a massive army of which the elephants were a huge part of. And then not only did he just invade Rome, he was the one that figured out how to do it because no no city had ever been able to take it down before. So he's the one that took the elephants up the backside of the Alps and hit Rome from behind. Damn. Yeah. So he was a military genius as far as that goes but he was the general that was essentially the thorn in Rome's side for as long as he was alive damn <laughs> keeping the Ro- yeah keep us this man kept the roman empire at bay <laughs> at least on land <laughs> yeah. like and they were like the biggest is, thing on earth at that point they were the That's premier crazy. military machine on the planet like Dude. It's it's also I'm the, uh, another reason I'm just not only am I excited to see Denzel play this part and uh, Denzel and Fuqua have made some oh my god it's gonna be amazing together. watching Denzel do this yeah I'm a uh, dude I am just excited to see another like sort of swords and sandals like war movie we need we haven't gotten of one of those in a while so I'm really excited yeah. about that and we got gl- the Gladiator two coming that's gonna be great oh, Gladiator man. two looks awesome yeah it's well be sounds great. awesome at least I don't know yeah. I haven't seen anything from it um. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think Hannibal's going to be very cool. Yes, Anton um, Fuqua is a bit hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm, but yes. when I do, when I like his stuff, I really like his stuff. Like his hits are massive hits for me. So it's one of those I'm like, I'm sure with the epic and scope of this, I'm sure the studio will kind of be mm-hmm. keeping an eye on it. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think there's gonna be. I mean, there's probably gonna be a ton of money behind it. Um, so I think they're they're gonna go hard. I think it's gonna be. Yeah. Really oh, good. Yeah. I have I have no doubt this is gonna be good. Um, I want a drone shot going over land, like super quickly going over the water towards yeah. Carthage. You know, where it's mm-hmm. like right above is it, then the camera like that starts to gain elevation as the city like expands. Oh mm-hmm. God, yes, that'd be great. <laughs> Carthage, like yes, dude, elephant armies, <laughs> old timey uh, murder. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> Oh man! All right, Madam Web. Shall Madam we? Web. 
came out yesterday. Uh huh. I saw it this morning. Same. Um, well, no, came out this morning. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah. I. So. Uh. This trailer. I will say this trailer has made me. I forgot this movie was happening. Um. And this trailer made me excited for this movie. I think it was a very effective trailer, meaning it showed um, a, a, a lot without showing too much. Uh, and when I say a lot, I mean I don't think we saw. It showed us a, it showed us a lot of what to expect in the movie in terms of like tone and um, pacing and, and and action and stuff like that. Without really, I don't feel like we've seen much of the movie at all in this trailer. Um, I think, uh, yeah. and a lot of that is because it's like very quickly cut together, which I think is works for the trailer's uh, advantage. Um, yeah, and I kind of, I kind of like. It feels different from like the mainline like Spider-Man stuff. It feels better than like Morbi- uh, Morbius. It doesn't feel like uh, 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 it feels like it's being made with with more. Uh, uh, what's the word like? execution than something like that was um like you could tell morbius was gonna like (laughs) be god awful from the trailers and for me this didn't really communicate that i think this is gonna be fine uh i think this is gonna be fine maybe even surprisingly good um off especially off the strength of the performances because i think the actresses that they got in these roles have a lot of charisma and Mm -hmm. uh, are and are probably going to be hilarious um And so, and I think I think I'm excited too to see like. So, <laughs> I think I can anticipate what you're not gonna like about this trailer, but I think yeah, like because for those of you that have been listening, I usually interject <laughs> if this is your first time. I have been silent the entire time. I just want you to get your side out, man. I think so. <laughs> I, I think this movie is unabashedly trying to be a certain thing, and I don't mind what that thing is as long as it's done well. Th- that being said, what I think this movie is, I think you, you joked that like uh, about it being a CW show. I think this movie is... Oh, this one? Did I make that joke about this one? I, not on the podcast, I don't think, but I think... Oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, uh, like, on, in the messages or something. Oh, well, maybe, I But I, th- I think this movie is trying to be a sort of... It almost reads to me like this is kind of like a... a teen... like a teen girl action, like, horror comedy... Where like they're like they have to basically team up to stop this scary Spider-Man villain, uh, and I am kind of down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they do it well, because those movies right. are great. You know what I mean? And so that's I, just kind of where I, I am yes, with that. Yes, I agree with you one hundred percent. The one thing that I'm going to tell you is the minute I saw this move, this this trailer, I was like, this reminds me exactly of like Morbius, and I'm done. Really? I don't find I don't like Dakota Johnson either like her delivery is too flat it's not good enough it doesn't i'll put it this way the way she was talking through the trailer i was like you don't even seem excited to be in this movie Uh, like why would i want to be in this movie why would i want to go see this movie none of these characters have anything to make me want to connect to any of them like i don't care but like and again it's not because they're women Uh i want to be that i want to get very very clear yeah there's just there's nothing in it from what i saw that grabbed me and made me go "Ooh, i want to see that i'm also tired of spider-man everywhere even if it's not actual spider-man fuck off with spider powers 
Like, <laughs> I don't need to see 18 people with fucking... We saw it with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales did it already. Twice. You're not bringing anything new to the table, at least not in a way that I care about. And the, the, the I don't know, the film, the, the camp, the, 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 at least from the, tra- and granted, the trailer is, it's, it's smash cut together, but it's like the way the camera movement and like the cinematography all reminded me of like Morbius. Oh man. Oh, I, I think, I think you should go back and rewatch that Morbius trailer. I've watched it three like- times trying to convince myself otherwise, Hassan. <laughs> At every single moment, it gets to about halfway through, and I, I thought all three times, like, how much more of this stupid trailer is there? Like, there's nothing in there to make oh, me interested. Morbius, interested. like, looks bad. Like, it's all like. So does this one, in my opinion. Oh, no. Nah, I dude. think what's going to happen man. is because this one's coming out. Because also, keep in mind, this one's coming out in January. Have you seen any of the, have you seen the stills of like them in their spider outfits and shit? Yeah. Dude, oh the stills eh. look so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's like, my question. Yeah, the stills look good. What does uh-huh. the rest of the movie look like? Because oh, you can I, fake a lot on single camera, like, you know, fully res out like a single image, but like I don't trust Sony standalone stuff ever anymore. Uh, like dude. I don't trust it. Unless the Marvel unless Marvel <laughs> is massively attached in a way that makes sense, I don't have an interest in Sony stuff. I don't. Oh, like I, dude, I yeah, I no, I hear what you're saying. Uh yeah. but I've like, been burned too many times with bad superhero movies lately, and Sony does not have even the track record close to making me put, go out on a limb like I do for Marvel. Yeah, I like I, I I hear what you're saying, but uh, look, when I see this trailer, like even with movies like Venom, like this trailer looks night and day better than the way that those trailers looked. Like those, oh, mo- like yeah, those movies I, just look CGI like CGI stuff, sure. But the cinematography reminds me exactly like those movies. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't see that at all. It might um, be the filters that they're using, or just whatever the dynamic movement that we've seen. But like, it reminds me of. Yeah, all that. Plus, it's like it's cool, and like the Groundhog Day thing is interesting. It'll be interesting to see like how they do it. But like, again, I don't know. I've seen Groundhog Day stuff done better before. Like, dude. Like, and then in terms of like the Spider-Man power stuff, like I'm very excited to see. Uh, I think Spider-Man as a as a villain is a very cool idea. Uh, I like. Is it Spider-Man as a villain? It's, it's or is it an offshoot of Spider-Man as a villain? It's, it's a Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, it's a he's, a guy, he's a guy with spider, yeah, Spider-Man powers. Uh, I'm very interested to see like what, like if someone got Spider-Man powers and like wasn't Spider-Man before, like they weren't trying to be a hero. They're just like bad dudes that got spider powers. Like what would like how what would you be like? How would your powers manifest like because of that mentality and like just to see someone use the powers just for pure evil from Jump is very interesting to me. Uh, watching. Uh, how like we've never seen a female Spider-Man in live action yet. So to yeah, see, like, cool. I'm I'm very excited to see. The, and we're getting three or four of them in this movie, which yeah. I'm very excited about. Uh, um, I have uh, a question. Yeah, if he's Spider-Man and uh-huh. supposed to be terrifying, like you said, like a horror version of Spider-Man, uh-huh. why the fuck is he dealing with them hand-to-hand combat? Just shoot him with a web around their neck and hang him from a building. <laughs> Maybe he tries. Like, but they but they have spider powers too. <laughs> I don't know. What, what Just, do you mean? <laughs> uh, none of this looks interesting to me. I'm sorry. And I've oh, tried. I've man. read the Madam Web and the Madam Web stuff in the comic books. While not my thing, is still interesting. It's just, you know what I think it is? I think it's pretty much all hinging on Dakota Johnson. I dis 
like her as an mm. actor. She's flat mm. and not interesting, doesn't bring any emotion to the character. And I'm like, these are emotional stakes. You're supposed to be emotional. I don't want you to be this like, oh, I could just manipulate time now. And all of a sudden, well, I'm just I, cool. I it's think, like, fuck I, off. I think what I really think is happening, uh, because or at least what I hope is happening and what I think this is giving me, what I think is happening, I think there's going to be a longer trailer of this that comes out that uh, that gives us much more of their banter together. And I think they're, it's, the movie's going to probably be a much more like comedic than I think this trailer is leading on. I think this trailer, it, it feels like they were like, okay, let's only get like the Dakota Johnson dialogue in here to make it just this one is just like the sort of neutral trailer just to get people excited mm -hmm. for the visuals and I think but I think I have a strong sense based on like the cast of this of this movie I feel like this movie is probably going to be about watching this group of women deal with this guy who just won't fucking leave them alone you know what i mean yeah for <laughs> and sure. i think and i think there's going to be more of that play that we see in later trailers uh, but i okay. think they, they i think that was a lot of that was cut out and so we're not seeing the best necessarily of like oh i agree what, we're not seeing the, the best of this movie yeah no i definitely don't think we are <laughs> um, i also the other thing the line that kills me too Mm -hmm. is when she was like, he knew my mom when she was researching spiders down in South America and then we cut to a massacre in the, in like a gun down massacre in the jungle. I legitimately, dude, I laughed out loud all three times. <laughs> but Because it's like but, trying to, it's like, here's, you're here's what I'm saying though, like, you here's off. what I'm saying though, I think that it is doing, I think it's making a choice to be that though. Like I think this I movie think you're wrong. I think they are unintentionally it is going to be an unintentionally hilarious movie because it is so bad and misses the mark. I want you to be right. I, I desperately I think, want you to be right. I'm also open to dude, eating my words. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not gonna trust you. Like, this is they what makes know, this work. I think, here, here, tr trust me when I say, like, especially in like the post Barbie era, like, I think they knew they knew what they were doing when they cast Sydney Sweeney in this role. Like, sure. I think there is like this movie. But this is, was made before Barbie. That's it was true. written and solidified before Barbie was that's even true. out. So like you can't claim Barbie tailgating if it was made before. You know what I mean? Anything that comes after, I'll agree with you. That like, sure, there could be a comedic, a more focused, dark comedic take on this. I think what's gonna happen is I think it's gonna miss every mark because it's trying to be everything. I, instead I, of just one thing. Oh, I don't see it as trying. I see this as I don't see it as it trying to be everything. Like I see it like well, the best part is, is we'll find out who's right. Yeah, when I the see movie it, comes out. It honestly seems like a really like a simple movie. Like I really am hoping this movie plays like a like like a like a not quite a slasher movie, but like kind like a. I'm trying to think. There's there's examples of this movies where like you know four high school girls have to like. B bond together to like defeat this guy who's like a weirdo and won't leave them alone mm -hmm. and it's but it's funny along the way and it kind of leans into it's like campiness a little bit like that's what i i hope this is like i hope this oh, is I hope so too buffy the vampire slayer like i hope yes. it's that you know what i mean yes i hope you're right i want you to be right i, I, I think, hope you know. i think i'm we're right talking about, i'm not sitting here look <laughs> You know, and I'm not sitting here looking for like holes in your defense to be like, I'm going to take you down. I want you to be right. I want every superhero movie to be good. I'm basing my opinions 
off of the recent window of who superhero. Di- who directed movies. this, Madam Web? Who directed this? Watch it be someone amazing, and then watch. You'll see, dude. Uh, S.J. Clarkson. What has S.J. Clarkson done? It's a lady. Okay. She's known for The Defenders, Life on Mars, and Jessica Jones. That's not a good... And and, Orange is the New Black. Uh, And also, she uh, directed two episodes of uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, not a bad show. Especially that first season. Oh, it's a good show in the first season. When it's her against uh, Doctor Who, that, that's a great season of, of Marvel television, I, w- I would say. I'd, I'd watch that. i put that up there with the first season of Daredevil. It's right up there in terms of uh, I would I would second it. I would quality. say it's close. I would say there's still a bunch of hits and misses on it. Like That was, to me, sure. Jessica Jones was sort of the first indication that, oh, they might not know what they're doing when it comes to television. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. the second season of that show was not great. Oh, didn't uh, even finish the second season. And Barely Iron, finished the first. Iron Fist was like... Oh, me, was Iron, like Iron Fist, Fist, I gave up after four episodes. I was like, you're not even going to put kung fu action sequences that we watched in a kung fu move, like TV show. Get out of here. Um, okay, so she's she directed an episode of Succession, four episodes of Collateral, two episodes of The Defenders. Yeah, none of this stuff is making... Oh, Turn, one episode of that. That was good, but I don't know. Orange Nothing on here. Black gives me hope. Um... Yeah. Just tone tone wise, anyway, like because yeah. that's what I'm most concerned about. I think that's what will like what it comes down to for me is tone. If this nails a really fun tone, then like I'm down. But if it's like a if it's like a, 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 a like una, if it's like just a sort of like run of the mill, unaware of itself sort of whatever action movie like the lot don't of you love these characters and watching them be badass when you have no connection to them that's what i feel like this movie is gonna be yeah uh like what i sec- would like to see too in this movie yeah. is i would like to see uh oh what's his face he got he plays uncle ben in this he's in um parks and rec mm. adam adam oh uh yeah uh, adam scott adam scott so you know how there's this guy that killed her mom because spiders in the jungle and he's trying to murder other human spider people um, because reasons in this mm-hmm. trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that what happens, probably not because he's playing, because uh, Adam Scott's playing Uncle Ben, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping he's the one that's the spider guy that's been murdering everybody. Because mm. that Why? to me would make more of a twist of like, a oh, there you go. That's more interesting to me than just being like, yeah, this evil dude that was with my mom in the jungle when she got killed is now wearing a suit and trying to murder people with spider powers mm-hmm. I'm like eh okay. yeah I, I think it's I am I'm sh- I think it's deeper than that because uh, this is also I mean this is also this movie is about establishing Madam Web as like this sort of interdimensional being so I'm thinking it's going to go a little bit deeper than just the base storyline because uh, we got to figure out well where does he get because I think he comes from a, from what I read, he comes from another dimension. Because he can also like see the future and has like mm, telepathic powers, like she does. So, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. I ah, dude, I don't know why, but this trailer was like it really was like refreshing to see for me. Fired you up, like, oh. huh? Yeah, dude, it made me more sad. <laughs> oh, man, I'm <laughs> bummed for you. <laughs> it's all right. Here's the thing. We'll find out. Because now that I know that you and I have this disagreement, and I'm sure this conversation will come up again. 
I am definitely going to go see it now. Oh, totally. Got to see it. Yeah. Um. All right, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Call it. Um, yeah. You have anything else you want to nah, talk about? I'm good. Cool. All right. Well, uh, people can find you online. Yeah, you can find me around. All right. You can find me at Asan Made It on social media. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. Derek, thanks again for so uh, for joining me this week, and we will see y'all next week. <laughs>